The Confederacy of Dunks Basketball Podcast. We're going back, back to back. back. Welcome to the Confederacy of Dunks Basketball, basketball Podcast. I am your host, Freddie Rivas, and who, sir, are you? Producer Matty Dunks here live in Newmarket. How's it going? I am do oh, I'm doing okay. I you know I'm hanging in there. Uh, how are you doing? Is it you know is everything all right? Yeah, you know it's uh, as my father said, one day at a time. You know you just got to take it one day at a time. And uh, yeah, but you know there's lots to be grateful for during this wild time, and you just got to kind of remind yourself of that stuff because you know a lot of people have it a lot worse right now. So and we're That's all in it point. together because that that does help. The thinking that like everybody's going through these same feelings. It does, uh, it does help, you know? Hell yeah. And, um, and I think, you know, we're, we're going to keep rocking this baby. And we're going to keep trying to think of fun basketball things to talk about and basketball distractions. Um, but, uh, before we kind of describe the episode a little bit, uh, if people want to, you know, they're listening to us right now, but if they want to find us or uh, kind of tell people where you can find us, what, what are some of the avenues for that? Matty boy. You can go to dunkspodcast.com. We've got all our links there for you on the right for iTunes and Stitcher and Spotify. If you want to subscribe and rate, that would be great. Um, and then you don't have to worry. we like, you know, you get the, you get the episodes when it's ready. And we've also got, you know, everything else, the Instagram, the Facebook and all that stuff on oh, there yeah. too. The works. Yeah. Uh, Twice baked potato with the works. That's what we got. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, if people want to be an investor in <laughs> our success, if they want to make this podcast grow, if they want extra content, uh, is there an avenue for that? Yes. Listen, you guys, majority of you probably don't have a job right now, but you got some money coming in from the government. <laughs> Why not put it toward an investment into the Confederacy of Dunks basketball podcast so we can keep going and giving you the content that you deserve and possibly, possibly some uh, non-expired hot sauce from Freddie. The hot sauce is going to be wonderful and super spicy, super healthy not expired in any way. Yeah. And uh, lastly, you know, you just, uh, we were talking about before we recorded this intro, it's snowing in it Newmarket. Snowing. And it's, yeah. I think it's starting to snow here in Toronto. It's snowing. That means that people are going to have cold heads. Yeah. So still need those if you want to warm your head up and you want to make sure there's no itch, what might you do? Yeah. You want to get a, an anti-itching Confederacy of Dunks toque. Uh, it doesn't matter if you have hair or no hair, you ain't getting a, a single itch on there. Okay. And a lot of people have to put baby powder on their head when they put on toques. Sure. We've got a no baby powder guarantee. You're not going to need that. Well, hell yeah. Uh, and, you know, uh, like, rate, subscribe, all that good stuff. And uh, let's uh, just launch into today. So Matt kind of walks us through some uh, a particular draft year. So we, we jump, jump into history. Back in time. Uh, we, back in time. We talk about um, horse and uh, the kind of self-isolation competitions the NBA is putting on. 
Uh, obviously, we do some quickish questions. And I go deep on my 2K player, Federico Rivas. Um, and, uh, yeah, it's a pretty fun time. Yeah. Uh, I think, um, Matt, if you're ready, we should bring on these guests. Okay. Okay, so let's uh, let's bring on uh, guest number one. Um, two of my favorite guests today, so it's it should be it should be a good old laugh. Um, but uh, that's a really kind of not healthy the way I said that. But uh, yeah, uh, yeah, I mean it though. You know, it's gonna be a good time. Um, you just heard him. He said Nardwar. Uh, he just had a baby. This guy can back you up in the post, and he can sell you some healthy headphones. Give it up for Ian Gordon. What's up, everybody? Hope everyone's doing well. We're doing okay. Good. Um, are you? Yeah, are you holding up? You doing all right? Yeah, you know what? I mean, we're making the most of it. What can we do, right? We're social distancing. I go to the grocery store and I look at people like I, I want them out of my way. Like I've never looked at anybody before in my life. <laughs> yeah. And, and you're a tall man. Good. so. Oh, yeah. No, I, I, you know, this is one like I just I'm upset that all those uh, doomsday preppers that I used to make fun of are have the last laugh, you know. Yeah, they're probably pretty prepped right now. Oh, um, man. The preppers are prepped, baby. Imagine if you were a prepper and like for whatever reason you had accidentally depleted your resources, but like you you identified as a prepper. You just got hammered one night and ate all your gruel. Yeah. Yeah. It It does seem like preppers really get a lot of like cans of like kind of like pink gruel. That does seem like a big thing. Cans are huge in their world. Uh, okay, let's uh, let's bring on uh, guest number two, who I who I hope has has dooms doom prepped himself. Um, he's amazing. He's a uh, best basketball player I know in real life. Um, sorry, Rolando Francis, if you ever listen to this podcast, you're really good too. But listen, Alan's a bit better. Um, so uh, give it up for Alan Shane Lewis, everybody. Uh, yes, uh, my music. I miss that. <laughs> does it does it feel <laughs> slightly nurturing during yeah, this time? Yeah, feels yeah, feels very safe. It reminds me of a time where I was uh, in close proximity to you fellows. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. Remember yeah. that the before time, oh. the before time in, <laughs> in studio pre-pandemic. Mm-hmm. We <laughs> must have had a laugh. <laughs> a couple of chortles or two, you know. I'm sure. Um, yeah. Let's uh let's talk some basketball, boys. Uh, what do you think about that? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm in. Okay. Cool. I really <laughs> like. I liked Matt's far away. Yeah. Like he was getting like yeah. yanked. He's getting yanked off of something as he said. Yeah. Um. Okay. Well, uh, I want to talk some horse. So, uh, Maddie, would you give me uh, whatever sting you got? All right. Let's uh te- let's test everyone out. When I say Bobby, you say Webster, Bobby. Webster. 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 (laughs) Perfect harmony. Horse. (laughs) So uh, for people who don't know what horse is, if you didn't grow up playing basketball, um, messing around, um, some people would play pig, but it was less fun because uh, there's less uh, letters. Basically, 
Horse is a game where you have to recreate a move. Um, generally, there's there's no dunking. Um, there's not too many dribbles. It's mostly shot based, but uh, you can you can mix it up. And uh, you have to create a move, and the other person has to replicate the move. If they can't replicate the move, then they get a letter, and the letter is H. And eventually, it spells out horse. And uh, if you get to the full spelling, well, bucko, you've lost the game of horse. <laughs> so, I, in the, sorry, go ahead, Alan. You know I'm saying, like, I know there's no dunking, but I used to spam it back in the day, like jump as high as I can, touch the backboard, and like do something. That was uh, that was how I used to win. Oh well. Well, I feel like someone followed in your footsteps because uh, I don't think I ever really played super athletic horse, but um, w- one of the matchups we'll get to, uh, the contestant used their athleticism, and I mean, it just didn't seem that fair, but I guess that's kind of sports in general. That's life, baby. Uh, okay, so um, yeah, horse, you got to replicate the other person's move. So... Um, First, let me just ask, uh, Alan, I'll, I'll, I'll go to you first before I kind of uh, explain who was in the competition. But did you did you watch this? Did you watch the I, horse competition? I did watch the horse competition. Uh, scrubbed through some of the, uh, the more boring parts, but I watched every shot. Uh, watched, the, watched one in, in its entirety. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's, uh, it's, go ahead. No, it's a it's a thing that we have to do now, and it, it was cool. I guess maybe I don't know. I'm torn. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know, Natalie Ambrulia, you're torn. It's okay. Um, Ian, did you watch it? Full disclosure: I did not watch the entire horse competition. Um, I watched enough to get the gist of it. In my mind, I thought somehow because we're so spoiled with sports that I thought it was going to be like one-on-one in a gym somewhere, you know what I mean? <laughs> when I tuned in and I was like, oh, they're in their backyards. I'm like, well, this is great. You know what I mean? Imagine watching, like, it's like, I can do that, you know? And I saw, who who did the shot where they sat down? I'm like, I used to do that on the pavement and get mm-hmm. up and I'd be wearing white shorts and they were, like, stained with cement. Like, I don't, you know, I, I'm just going to quietly sit in the corner and stare at the wall, you know, and wait and hope the season starts again. Yeah, I think that's one approach. Um, I've definitely been taking that approach. Uh, I've been taking, like, you know, I think a lot of people, various approaches, you know, during this pandemic, like, um, you know, freaking out, banging on the walls, to, you know, sitting down with my head out the window of my bathroom. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, just like whatever. Um, normal stuff. But, uh, yeah, same. Normal stuff. Okay, so... So I think it's fair to say, Ian, you found it kind of depressing. Alan, um, bit of a mixed bag. <laughs> is, yeah, is that right? It, yeah, it felt kind of – it's kind of cool to see the human aspect of these players and, like, you know, their setup and how they're living and what they're doing. So it was cool to check up on them on that sense. But also, like, the reason why we're checking up on them felt kind of, you know. <laughs> yes, kinda I agree with Alan. Good. I think it was cool to see, like, their – you know, what they kind of had and everything. That was – that's kind of neat. But at the same time, you're like, damn, I, I just wish, you know, well, like other sports aren't doing it. It seems it's weird. I'm glad the NBA is trying to do something. Uh, yeah, me too. You know, it's it's cool in that sense. I'm not I don't want to be like a, a negative Nancy over here. It's kind of cool in that in that sense. It's fun. But, yeah, you know, it's just like watching basketball and just like I'm so 
Like I've been trying not to think about how there's no sports. And when I see more, mm-hmm. so I'm like, right, <laughs> right, yeah. It's like a tease. Like, you know what I really Yeah, mean? yeah, it's weird. It would be like, it's like somehow also like these guys are really, I'm, we're so used to watching them um, perform at such a high level and the competition and everything. It'd be like if there was like, like a live feed of like Superman and he was just like, Shuffling cards or something. <laughs> like, this sucks, you know. Like, here's a yeah. here's life. I have a life feed of the Flash walking at regular speed. <laughs> this is kind of yeah. shit, I guess. Like I don't know. Yeah, that's um, that's pretty. That's a pretty apt <laughs> description, I would say. Uh, uh, I think for me, I, I, like you know, just touching on what Alan was saying, like the human element, like seeing all their kids involved. Um, and also just like from a commentator perspective, seeing, um, uh, oh, I'm forgetting his first name. Uh, is it Jones, who is the, uh, the commentator for all the matchups? Oh yeah. Uh, Is it Mark Jones? his name. Um, who's the brother, brother of Paul Jones, uh, covers the Raptors. Um, but, uh, yeah, I just felt like it was nice seeing some familiar faces. I enjoyed seeing kind of like light trash talk. Um, I thought there were a couple cool shots, uh, which we'll which we'll get to a little bit, but um, but but also you know Ian, so you don't feel alone. I I really did feel that existential dread. Like Fair it was enough. hard to it was hard to remove that because even some of the shoddy camera work, it was like, oh man, this doesn't look good, and it's like, oh well, it's probably like Chris Paul's son. <laughs> yeah. And in you know, fairness Chris Paul's to me, son. Yeah, yeah, it's true, Chris Paul's son. <laughs> Like that's who was filming it. You know, Paul Pierce had his son filming. You're right. Like, you're right. It was cool, but yeah, like you're right. There's that aspect of it was kind of like, man, yeah, like, like the flash walking is is pretty happed. Um, yeah. Alan, <laughs> me, 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 me and you both watch this. Let's, uh, yeah, because I think you know you're feeling some of the human element uh, with me, and um, and and by the way, the the sitting down shot was uh, was Ali Quigley, yeah, um, uh, who, who came back from playing from in Russia. Because she had left the WNBA in that you know high-profile uh, kind of dramatic scenario, but mm-hmm. um, yeah, uh, Alan, is there any like shots that stood out to you, or uh, just kind of like moments? Yeah, I think uh, what's his name, Mike Conley's uh, offhand behind the backboard throwover. That was a cool one. That was cool. I yeah. like Chris he, Paul's his leg thing was cool. The leg thing one, yeah, that that, that was a fun one. That that's yeah. Anything with balance and stuff like that. Uh, I liked, uh, what's his name, Zach Levine's off the back, the side of the backboard. Okay, you know what? Of course you did. And, and I <laughs> foreshadowed to this a little bit. <laughs> Zach, Levine was, was, Zach Levine was against, like, Paul Pierce. And I was like, oh, this is, I, you know, I hate Paul Pierce. This will be fun to see him, yeah. you know, taken down a notch. And guess what? It wasn't fun. It was too sad. I, 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 I I enjoy that aspect. I'm like, if there's anyone who deserves this, it's Paul Correct. Pierce. We need to show the fact that he's a 40-year-old man, and he's yeah. lost it. <laughs> yeah. I know. The, I, I was really, I was really happy. Billups beat Trey Young because yeah. there's a part of me where I'm like, oh man, is this just gonna be like an age thing? Mm-hmm. And and also what? Yeah. No, well, Trey Young's court that was so small. That's not none of, none of that was regulation. I don't care what he says. His free throw yeah, was shorter. It, his three was shorter. He was on an and angle. Also, you know? Conley is in an actual gym. I feel like yeah. he's the only one who didn't have to deal with weather. Yeah, which is, I, I think, is you know, you got the money to do it. 
Here's the thing. I, yeah, fair I, I, I'm not going to lie. I, I do not necessarily care for outdoor basketball. I feel like there's another defender called the Elements, and I'm not a fan of that. So if you can remove that, you know, more, more power to you. Fair enough. But, okay, let me just say, you know, Zach Levine, when he did the, like, the non-dunk dunk to Pierce, that's yeah. just cheeky. Like he, So basically, <laughs> for anyone who didn't see it, he jumped – over the rim and like threw the ball in, but it, like he didn't touch the rim. Yeah, what are the rules? So bro? it was, yeah, I guess those yeah. are the rules. It's totally fine, man. Make up new rules if you don't like it. <laughs> um, was okay. What was the best ma- matchup? So, so you know what? For I'll, I'll just break it down for anyone who's uh, who's listening who didn't who didn't catch this. So it was Ali Quigley, um, for, former WNBA player, uh, versus um, Chris Paul. Uh, and then we had uh, Zach Levine against Paul Pierce, uh, Billups against um, uh, Trey Young. Uh, Young, and then uh, it was Tamika Catchings. Uh, sorry, to uh, Tamika Catchings versus um, uh, why am I blanking? Who's she? Who's she playing? Uh, uh, Conley. Conley. Yeah. So and and the winners were um, Ali Quigley, uh, Billups, Levine. And uh, I'm blanking out right now. Conley did win, or did Tamika yeah, beat him? No, Conley won. Conley won. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Well, you know, we'll, we'll we'll end on this. Um, how about this, Alan? Give me, give me. If 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 someone was gonna watch this, if they're gonna pick one to watch, which one should they watch? And then Ian, while Alan's telling us that, you give us uh, you give us a, a reason for um, hope in this dark time. <laughs> <laughs> Um, if you hate Paul Pierce, watch that one. If you're going for pure enjoyment, probably the one with uh, Tamika Catchings and Mike Conley. That was probably, you know, a good battle there. The best battles. I'll second that. And um, Ian, do you have any hopeful thoughts? Uh, you know what? I'm always looking forward to things. And if if the season comes back, awesome. Who knows? But if not, the NBA, the NBA draft will be cool. Like there'll be a lot of unknowns because there wasn't a tournament. A lot of big shots that would have been made didn't get made, so that'll affect how people are drafted and looked at. So there's always on to the next, and like sports will come back. Wow, that yeah, was actually that was... quite profound. And uh, my setup in my mind was like more of a joke. Oh, um, sorry. So no, no. Cheers to you. Ian, <laughs> We're basically just rocking that. All right. Uh, okay, so um, <laughs> let's uh, let's hit up our next segment here. Um, I think uh, now is it time is it time to talk about uh, NBA 2K, Matt? Or uh, I think it's time. Okay. Give, give me that. Give me whatever sting you got for my escape. Can somebody get nurse a fisherman's friend, please? <laughs> See, that's a little wow. bit dark now, eh? That's I know. A bit of a dark yeah. sting. <laughs> that was a pre-COVID uh, sting, though. I didn't. Uh, yeah. I didn't yeah. get into that. <laughs> I gotta say, you know, I think I, I think I was trying to. I'm trying to use this segment. <laughs> Um, as a, a positive mental health thing, you know, something where, you know, we can all embrace our escape. Mine right now is NBA 2K. Yeah. And, uh, I just have to hear sounds of people coughing, <laughs> desperately coughing. 
Good lord. This is a great time for Nick, <laughs> Nick Nurse to get out there with his fisherman's friend uh, yeah. endorsements. I think so. Um, <laughs> I think that would be, that'd be a good PR move for Nick. Yeah. Uh, okay, let's... Uh, I'm going to get into the mood here. (laughs) Alan, Ian, um, I started an NBA 2K player. His name's Federico Rivas. And and I'm going to tell you about uh, the most recent developments, and then we'll we'll open up the floor for questions after that. Um, Matt, if you have anything inspiring. Thank you. So, his name's Federico Rivas. He's a shooting guard. He was modeled after Kobe, Bradley Beal, Shea Gilders Alexander. But he's kind of like a Gravis Vasquez on a bad day. <laughs> right now he's 73 overall. And this is 2K20, by the way. Rosario Dawson is kind of my agent, but she's also like a girlfriend. It's pretty weird. She's about double the character's age. Every time I go into the neighborhood of 2K, which is kind of like this surreal place when you're not actually playing the game for 2K player, you're just surrounded with by other players and their avatars kind of not moving. So it's not the best escape when you're in the 2K neighborhood because it looks like a lot of lifeless bodies. But let's let's talk about my on the court action that's that's where i'm starting to starting to make some strides that's right it's getting dark but uh i'm trying to keep it light here folks so get it we're at game 20. this is when i get called into the office coach who by the way is nate bjorkson i don't know why it's nick nurse nate runs the practices it's really pissing me off i want to hear i want to hear more nick Um, But uh, coach suggested I start and I had two options. I could choose to accept the role and and just say, hey, I'm ready or or be a bit of a ween and ask him, who am I replacing? But listen, it's Norm. I know it's Norm. Obviously, I understand the grind way more than him. And (laughs) I'm not making any apologies for that. So (laughs) sorry, Nate, I'm ready to start. (laughs) Well, check this out. I didn't actually start that night. They were messing with me. They rattled me to the core. But game 22, I did start. (laughs) (laughs) It was against the Heat. It was my first start. And um, the most recent news for my player is that um, I absolutely got destroyed by James Harden. And instead of criticizing him after the game, I actually complimented James Harden. But yeah, trying to find a way for my player to stand out uh, in this in this wild 2K world. And uh, I want the Raptors to win the championship. And I'll open it up for questions. Uh, yeah, uh, the ten points, ten assists. That's your career high. <laughs> that's right. That's my well. That's my that's my best stat line. I, I did yeah. score 22 points in one game. With, uh, which uh, difficulty are we playing on? Oh, I am on the absolute lowest difficulty. <laughs> and let me tell you what, I turn the ball over at least five times a game. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Wonder if that was a hard 10 or a soft 10. 
Um, that's a hard 10. It's a hard 10? That's a hard 10. Yeah, like, it, the thing is with, with, with me, I haven't played NBA or, like, serious gaming for probably, like, a solid four years, so I'm pretty bad. And yeah. the game wants you to do a lot of things. Like, <laughs> half the time when I go to set a screen, I run out of bounds. <laughs> Yeah, 2K20 ain't the best uh, 2K. It's, it's definitely oh. on a decline. I'll say this. I'm happy that I get to recreate some, some glory with the Raptors, although they're worse with me than without me. So that doesn't feel great. But <laughs> I, I think I'll turn it around. Ian, do you have any questions uh, about my 2K player? Um, yeah, actually. Uh, <laughs> just be curious to know... <laughs> Let's let's give a recap. What's your best play and your worst play, if you can recall them? And uh, do you, do, you, do you have any other? Like I know that you, you said you were signed with Puma and Gatorade. Congrats on the Gatorade uh, you. signing. You know what I mean? If you need anybody to help you with it, your new with some money, get your AV system needs right. <laughs> yep. Uh, let me know. Fair well, prices. But also. Do you think you'll eventually be able to sign with Nike? Is that a goal of yours, or am I, or are you happy with Puma? This is off the record. You know what? <laughs> I, I had the option. I actually chose Puma, mm. um, and, and thank you for asking off the record. My goal, honestly, um, because the way this game starts is like is you are like a kind of a Colin Kaepernick, and you and you protest and you leave your college. Crazy. So then he starts signing with all these big time, you know, like Nike and Gatorade and stuff. So I kind of want my guy to find a way to be like a Steve Nash where you like, he, like his sponsor is like, like vitamin water or like <laughs> Acer computers. That's, okay. that's the, that's my goal for my player. So you've really got, you've got kind of like a, a whole angle going. Like for ethos it. for sure. And, and, and best play, worst play. I'd say worst play has to be getting the ball and thinking I was holding the forward button, and I just walked backwards, so it was over and back. <laughs> and then Nick Nurse pulled me out of the game and benched me. You know what that is? That's a that's a Shacked in the Fool right there, buddy. It sucked. I was legit angry because I had practiced a bunch before that. Shacked in the Fool. Uh, best play, I would say, uh, you know, I blocked Michael Carter-Williams pretty good. Okay. All right. That's uh, not, that's nothing to shake a stick at right there. Yeah. He's a good player. Ibaka did most of the work, and and, and, and I, I hit Boucher with a really nice alley oop a couple games ago. Oh, and one last right. question: when you when you went uh, went for ten points, uh, what was your what were you from the floor? Oh, my season average from the floor is thirty one percent. Stuck it. <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah, I'm I'm terrible. And, uh, but but I'm working hard though. That's the, that's the you point, know what? Right? Listen, I'd like to see you out there with your your short shorts on, and you know, I'd like to maybe see you get out there before the rest of the boys and run some suicides, maybe. <laughs> yeah, I think I need to do some and, wall do some wall sits. I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll I'll tell you about this. Uh, actually, sorry, I'll ask you about this. Should or should I not scan my face? Oh, 100% scan your Just face. Just scan your face, man. If, you know, whatever. Who cares? Yeah, yeah. I say go for it. Yeah, do it. Either way, that way you're actually, Freddy's actually in there. That's incredible. <laughs> yeah, okay, good. This is good. Um, well, uh, I think, uh, you know, we're, we're living in the weird kind of escape realm enough. Uh, let's, let's go back to the past. Matt, 
Maddie, I think you're going to walk us through some some draft stuff. So uh, give yourself a sting, would you? Um, I'd like to start by saying, everybody, meet me at the Circle K. Bill, Ted, Beef Oven, and Socrates, get out of the booth. We need to go back in time to 1999. Oh, oh wow. <laughs> Your segment has cool sounds. <laughs> <laughs> Mine is Nick Nurse coughing. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Guys, 1999, just as a little reminder of the year, what was going on? Some big things happened. Pamela and Tommy got divorced. If you remember Pam and Tommy Lee, uh, Ricky Mania hit North America, Ricky Martin. People were going nuts. The Matrix came out. Uh, Pokemon Fever gripped the U.S. Tony Hawk landed the first ever 900. Wow. Ooh, and that was 99. In 99. And the biggest thing to, to that we were all scared about and we probably thought would be the scariest thing to happen in our lives was Y2K. Oh, remember, yes. remember those days? Mm-hmm. Y2K, of course, yeah. You know, we've all had, you know, it wasn't even about the internet. It was about all our computers just uh, getting reset back to zero. Everybody's, you know, playing Oregon Trail or Treasure Ma- Treasure Island or Treasure Mountain. What was it? And you'd lose all those scores. It was a terrifying time. I used to like playing the Day of the Tentacle. You ever play that game? Oh, I never played that one. Oh, sounds cool. I loved yeah. Oregon Trail. Did anyone play Oregon Trail? <laughs> No, I'm sorry. You totally lost me on the reference. They had oh, it at wow. my school. Yeah. You get to, you know, name all your friends that are in your, your group, and they die along the way. Oh, you're, yeah. you're well, lucky. This is, this is the Oregon Trail, but it's <laughs> yeah. no, no joke. <laughs> so back in 1999, <laughs> now that we're all, like, remembering those days. Yeah, we're, we're, we're back in Are we back in, in, in there? Time, yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. Well, let's, uh, let's go to the 1999 NBA draft in uh, Washington, D.C., <laughs> Even more sound effects. <laughs> My God. Okay, so the 1999 NBA draft was in Washington, D.C. on June 30th, 1999. <laughs> <laughs> now, the top 10 picks in the draft Chicago took Elton Brand, number one. The Grizzlies took Steve Francis, number two. Charlotte took Baron Davis. Three, four. Lamar Odom went fourth to the Clippers. And number five went to Toronto, Jonathan Bender. Oh, man. Oh, man. Wow. Such Uh, a shame. And uh, six through ten, we've got uh, Wally Szerbiak? Wally Szerbiak. Szerbiak. Wally Szerbiak. Wally, man. Went to Minnesota. Washington took Richard Hamilton at seven. Cleveland took Andre Miller at eight. Phoenix took Sean Marion at nine. Those are actually, and then if you look at, yeah, that's wow. Sorry, sorry to get. I'm excited. Just one more great J- draft. Jason Terry went number ten to Atlanta. Man, that is a great draft. Now, other notables that went, uh, I don't really know of a couple of them, but they seem to have played a long time. Uh, Corey Majette. McGetty. McGetty. Corey McGetty. Corey McGetty went 13th to Seattle. 
And Chicago took Meta World Peace at 16th. AKA Ron Artest. Oh man, yeah. Ronnie. And, uh, Jeff Foster went to G State for at uh, 21. Do you guys remember him? Oh, Jeff Foster. Yeah, he, he, yeah. he's like synonymous with just like a like lurch in Indiana. Now the deepest pick though in this draft went to the San Antonio Spurs. The second last pick, 57th overall, Manu Ginobili. Oh man! Oh, yeah, they That's called him Ginobili. Ginobili. <laughs> they called him Ginobili in the in the in that draft. I remember that. That's insane that he went 58th overall. I did also, not know that. Wasn't Karolinko in that draft too? Yeah, AK-47. Yeah, Karolinko went. Yeah, he he was uh, pretty good, right? Can I just have yeah. just if we look at the top ten players? Yeah. Again, we will we will come to the conclusion that the Toronto Raptors picked far and away the worst player. The only yes. player that did absolutely nothing in his career was picked by Toronto. Every other player yeah. in the top Honestly. ten in that draft played for almost ten plus years. For yeah. Six. It's, yeah. it's pretty shocking. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm looking in, at it now. It's who was terrible. the GM in '99? Who was it? In '99, it was wasn't it uh, Grunwald? Was it Grunwald? Was it, I, was it Double G? I think, I think it might have been before Grunwald, but uh, it might have been. I, but holy shit! What a bad manager! And they yeah, traded him. They traded Bender for Antonio Davis, like uh, that August. Oh, okay. So Bender didn't even play for us. Well, that's not bad then. Yeah, fair enough. That's actually a good move. Cheers. Yeah, yeah. cheers. Sorry, I take it all back. Yeah, you know, I take it all back. Here. Also, sorry, Jonathan Bender. You know what I mean? What a what a name! I wonder if he was a boozer. What a last name for a booze hound. <laughs> oh yeah, um, he'd be you know, a legend. So it doesn't look like doesn't look like the Raptors had any second round picks. Just Jonathan Bender at number five, and they had the twelfth pick, who was uh, Alexander Radjevic. You guys remember him? He played uh, fifteen games. <laughs> oh great! Yeah. I, 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 I remember him only. Sorry, go ahead, Ian. No, no, sorry. I'm just saying the next pick in the draft is Corey Maggette. Corey Maggette was after he. How would you not pick this guy, Corey Maggette? Oh, yeah. He, he was, was 13th. Yeah. Like, he was a great player in college. I don't know what the hell they were thinking not getting Corey Maggette uh, at 12. Yeah. That's he terrible. was like. I remember him being like the king of the free throw. Mm. Like, that guy could just. Like he, I feel like he was like, like, like very similar to DeRozan. Like he wasn't as well rounded as DeRozan, even though that seems weird to say. But he, he had he had such a thing that he did. He just went to the line like crazy. He was super efficient from the line. Yeah, uh, he was he was good player. Bad knees. Good player for years. Bad bad knees. You said Alan. No, said mad deeds. Mad deeds. Bad knees. Knees like Jack dude. Sorry, say that again. <laughs> Matt, I said mad deezed or jacked as uh Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, he was he was jacked. I, I love how we all like did like a <laughs> rhyme time there and we're like sad bees? <laughs> <laughs> or are you saying glad bree? <laughs> I'm um, saying sad leaves. <laughs> <laughs> I also love that Matt had to turn off his little village music to hear Alan. <laughs> oh, pardon me, sir. Let me just turn off this little velvet track I have. 
<laughs> now I've got I've got I've got another uh, a draft award I'd like to give a waste of a good name award. What was that? Someone just toot. Just a quick fart. No waste of a good name award goes to Laurent Prophet. He's drafted 38th oh. by Orlando. Played parts of four seasons with Washington and the Lakers. If only he was great. <laughs> <laughs> I, love, I love whoever's ripping farts, by the way. Who is that? <laughs> it's got to be Ian. I don't know. I don't know what I'm doing. It might just be like, it, oh, you know what it is? I think it's leaning on my coat. Sorry. <laughs> it sounded like a nice, clean fart. But, um, sorry. That's a good excuse that. for farting. Just remember that in the future. <laughs> Guys, just to end off our little 1998 NBA draft, I have a little trivia for you. Um, first, I'll ask Alan. Now, this is multiple choice. Who played the most seasons in this draft? Now, I'll give you three picks. Was it Sean Marion, Manu Ginobili, or Jason Terry? Uh, Jason Terry. Correct. Freddie? This one's for you. Um... Okay. You ready? Yes. Who had the best field goal percentage? And I'm going to say they have to play at least 500 games. Okay. Uh, in this. In, oh, sorry. Okay. Yeah. And I'll give you, I'll give you three picks. Okay. Um, so we've got uh, Jeff Foster. We've got a uh, Kirilenko, Andre Kirilenko. Okay. Or Elton Brand. Ooh. Um, I feel like I'm going to say Elton Brand, but I feel like it's freaking Jeff Foster. Elton Brand is correct. Ooh, okay, good, good. He played 17 years in the NBA, and he had an even 5-0-0 field goal percentage. He shot That's two buckets good. in 17 years. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Ian, this one's for you. Okay. Now, which player in this draft had the most total points mm. Mm. now is it Baron Davis is it Sean Marion is it Elton Brand or is it Jason Terry oh man that's tough uh, for I would say I'm gonna say man I'm gonna say Jason Terry Jason Terry is correct 18,881 oh. points Wow, ter- Terry longevity. I mean, I just like to think about Terry when he got dunked on by LeBron, but yeah, I guess oh, he did a lot of stuff. Nastiest dunks. Yeah, he's the only player in this draft to hit 18,000. One of the corniest dudes in the NBA. How are you going to have the sweatband the way he wears it and then double high socks? I'm sorry. I, oh, dude. It's too I'm much. I'm glad Le- Le- LeBron much. got his vengeance and dunked on him. That was nice. Yeah. I'm sorry, Alan. What is corny about getting a tattoo of the Larry O'Brien <laughs> trophy and then winning it? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, you know what? You got me there. Nothing is corny about getting a tattoo of the Larry O'Brien trophy. Shout out to Marco Bellinelli, too. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's hilarious. I guess a bunch of guys have done that. Um, it's got a nerdy. Well, well, <laughs> well Maddie, guys, that's, that's, uh, that was the is, 1999 NBA draft. Uh, I don't see any other standouts worth talking about. I don't know if you have anything you want to say about Lamar Odom. Or, um... I'll add, I'll add. You gotta, sh- you gotta do it. Always gotta do a shout out, in my opinion, to uh, Frederick Weiss. Um, he got dunked on so yeah. viciously. Oh, oh, yeah. Frederick Weiss, Vince Carter, arguably the best dunk of all time. 
if you Google Frederick Weiss, Matt, you will see what happened to him. Was it in like a, um, it wasn't an NBA game, was it? It was in, no. in the Olympics. Yeah, because he's, uh, he's against uh, France. He never played a ruined, game in the NBA. Yeah, no, ruined his career, that dunk on. Wow. It, it, it wasn't nice. It wasn't nice. But uh, yeah, that, so that that's my piece. Uh, you guys want to add anything to this draft? Uh, oh, maybe, maybe just one thing is um, who knows how fortunes turn and everything, but what would have happened to Lamar Odom if he didn't get drafted by the Clippers? You know, if yeah. they took Rip Hamilton instead or whatever. Who knows? The next pick know. was Toronto. Yeah, that's true. Would yeah. he have been amazing in Toronto, or would he have been washed away, or would he have been disgruntled? Who knows? He probably would have been amazing. We right? wouldn't have picked him. He was a good player, man. Lamar, Lamar there for a few years was pretty good. He was, but I don't think the Raptors were smart enough to pick him. We would have just like moved down the line of like Trajan Langdon or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, we we would have moved down the line to the next player who like didn't show up. Yeah. Like, like we, we would have found a guy who, who wouldn't succeed. Oh, oh boy. Um, <laughs> well, like that, that's like a low rumble fart. It's a Someone's new one. starting a boat over there. What's going on? Well, let's get oh, out of 1999. My neighbor's neighbor starting his motorcycle right now. Oh, nice. Oh, let's get back enough. to 2020. Yeah. Um, AKA, I'm funny. Oh. That's another excuse for a good start. <laughs> Yeah, uh, wow, you got a lot of motorcycle uh, beside me. Where do you live? Uh, it's in the back. I'm in like the backyard and his bike mm. is like back there. Oh, sick. Yeah. Uh, I thought I thought you were going to be like, where do I live? Where the Harleys are, bro. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay, let's uh, let's finish this baby up with some quickish questions. What do you boys say? Sounds good. Yeah. Oh, you want that Maddie, sting? can you give me the sting? <laughs> it wasn't very clear. Never is. Yeah, I had no idea what you were doing there. <laughs> me either. You know? We're having a laugh. Um, okay, let's... Uh... <laughs> Let's uh, do some let's do some quickish questions. You guys know how this works. Uh, I'm gonna stammer through some questions. I'm gonna try to make them make sense, and you guys gotta answer as quick as humanly possible. No phoning a friend. No delaying. You gotta give me the goods. Your first thought. Sound good? Perfect. Yeah. Okay, we're gonna go. Alan, Ian, Matt. Alan. This is coming from Peter. Would you rather see the season be played out in outer space or underwater? Uh, outer space, obviously. That makes way more sense. Why would you want to play it underwater? There's nothing good underwater, man. Space is full of all the beautiful supernovas and planets. Why wouldn't we want to see that? Profound. Stars in the stars. Let's go. Ian. Yeah. It's coming, it's coming from Marco. <laughs> Which raptor is currently succeeding at making sourdough starter, and why is it for sure Bobby Webster? Oh, Bobby B. Webby? I mean, he's got a nice blazer on. He probably shops at Harry Rosen or whatever, so maybe. But I could see Kyle Lowry making some nice bread. He's got that big bum, you know what I mean? Filling <laughs> it up. He's probably, I could see, I picture Kyle Lowry right now wearing oven mitts this exact second. He's wearing you know, oven mitts, taking something out of the oven right now. 
<laughs> picture that. Just leaned over. Actually, he's Love got a it. nice level. Matt. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, I bet you he does have a level up. Yeah, sure. oh, for sure. Mine's he's not, not bending over. Cheers. No, he's not bending um, over. Okay, Matt, this come from Tristan. Okay. Now, he attached a link. He says, uh, I, I guess perhaps, the, I don't know if the Florida governor did this or what's going on, but Florida declares sports an essential service. So that's what he attached. And here's what he said. <laughs> here's a fun Word bracket up. C, not fun discussion. Are sports an essential service, Matt? Oh, no, it's not an essential service. But um, I think mentally you could argue that we do need it because it's uh, it's been tough. It's been tough not having, uh, you know, an, an outlet with sports. So I have to say no, though. We need, like, actual essential workers to be supported. <laughs> fair. You know, I don't want to take away uh, from that, them. That was a fair, well-reasoned answer. We don't need any more of that, Matt. Um, <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, okay. running for uh, governor, apparently. You know, he's got to write Matt's that. running for governor, man. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Alan, this is coming from Adam. Adam says, haven't seen my jeans in a bit. Where are they? On the roof, dude. <laughs> Adam, check the roof. Ian, this is coming from Thomas. <clears throat> if the NBA season takes place on an island, much like Mortal Kombat, which NBA player is Goro? Hmm. Uh, let's say Rudy Gobert. <laughs> yep. oh god i wish i didn't laugh um, so willingly at that uh, uh okay matt you have the last question here okay um actually sorry this is a bit of a rotator so this will be fun um but, but you get to answer first matt so sure. jonathan is asking what would be in your final four of basketball moves? He gives examples. Mm. Skyhook, Dream Shake, Sham God, uh, Michael Bradley Illegal Screen. Um, so, Matt, pick a move. What is What should be in the final four, like the hierarchy, the Mount Rushmore of basketball moves? One move. Um, uh, like a spread eagle uh, crowning over someone? Yep, spread eagle crowning. I yeah. think is that is it fair to say, guys? That's kind of like the Georgia dunk. <laughs> yeah, or like you know we can elaborate that uh, to mean like a getting dunked on, getting crowned. Yeah, yeah. crown, crown, and like. But I want. But like... I do like. I do like spread eagle, and I like. Yeah. I could totally picture Matt thinks that the legs are like a perfect split. <laughs> um, you know what I mean? Okay, yeah. Alan, what's uh, what's a move that's in in like the final four? A move that's in the final four. Uh, I don't know. Like uh, bouncing off the rim a bunch of times and slowly plopping in. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's a pretty good one. Yeah, um, yeah. That works. Ian? Ian, what's up? Uh, what, what? I got, you got to say uh, crossover. That's an iconic move. A lot of players throughout time have had Tim from Tim Hardaway to AI to Kyrie. Yeah, you got to go crossover. And Alan basically hit buzzer beater. And then I, yeah. I think I'll try and round it out by, you know, you guys hit all the integral stuff, like a like a crowning and a buzzer beater and a crossover or like step back three type thing. So I think I'll just go for a personal favorite, which is the chase down block. Nobody did it better than Braun. 
Nobody did it better better than LeBron, but you wonder who was really surprisingly good at it? It was Danny Green. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Also, Tayshaun Prince. Mm, yeah, yes, yes, uh, Tayshaun Prince. And, and back to that draft, uh, Andre Karolenko was, uh, well, I guess he wasn't a chase down guy, but he was a block machine. But, um, yeah, that, that takes us to the end of the pod. Thanks, guys. Oh, man, thank you. It was, uh, it was so nice. Yeah, thank you for uh, having me. Hey man, you know we got to we got to talk some basketball through these difficult times. Um, Alan, I know uh, you know you're with uh, with Second City and and Main Stage, and you know that that's not exactly happening right now. But uh, you know, is there anything you got going on you want to talk about? Uh, you know what? I'm uh, doing a lot of Twitch, playing a lot of video games, and uh, playing a lot of Sims. So if you uh, want to know how my Sims are doing, just tweet <laughs> at me, and I'll let you know what's going on. I have. Over 20 grandchildren and 12 children. So. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, Sim That's, Allen is busy. Holy shit. That is amazing. I love how Sims for you is just like pure banging as many people as you can. Oh, God. Um, That's awesome. Alan Shane Lewis is Genghis Khan of fucking... I know. The town is related to me. It's kind of a problem. I do feel like, um, Alan, someone needs to check on you when you decide to put all your kids in a pool and take away the ladder. <laughs> you know what? We got to get some of that real estate property opening up, taking a lot of space. You need some more room. You only have eight people per household. So, yeah, you know, sometimes you got to do the, the hard decisions of deleting pool uh, ladders. Fair enough. Um <laughs> Ian, uh, what's up, dude? You got a, you know, it's weird times, obviously, but um, you know what? Uh, nothing specific. I'm just trying to enjoy, enjoy it for what it is. Watch TV, you know, get catch up on things, FaceTime with people, uh, enjoy time with the people that you're with, and get through it. And we'll be watching sports again. Just try to keep a positive attitude. That's all. Well, heck what yeah, a dad thing um, to say, right? You're you know, this guy's this guy's awesome. This guy's a dad. Yeah, exactly. Uh, okay, well, yeah, thanks so much for listening to the pod, everyone. Uh, everyone stay safe. Uh, Absolutely. And uh, we'll, we'll think of something basketball you to talk about next week. And um, yeah. Yeah, thanks, thanks for having us, guys. Be well. Stay safe. Yeah, stay safe. Be, be well. Bye. It's the Confederacy of Dunks Basketball Podcast. 